Hey, if any of you are looking for a last minute Christmas gift for me, I have one. I'd frankly, I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane where all the other rich people and I want him brought right here with a big red ribbon on his head and I want him to, to look him straight in the eyes and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-legged, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, big butt, big-eyed, stuffed-legged, spotty-flipped, worm-headed sack of money crap he is. Hallelujah! Holy crap! <laughs> Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. It's almost that time to watch it. Yep. Definitely, definitely need to make the time to watch Christmas Vacation. By far and away, a yearly watch for me. Yes. I think I may have missed a year once in a while, but, you know, it's very rare. Yeah. Well, well that was beautiful, Brett. Thank you. Yep. I, I, I practiced reading it through once, and I'm like, oh, I did a pretty good job. Yeah. <laughs> and when I read it on air, yeah, serviceable. Yep, it worked. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the Utterly Loose's podcast. I am Brett, the young 18 to 25-year-old movie fan of the podcast. <laughs> to my left, the 26 to 40-year-old, probably middle-aged, 40-year-old man of the uh, movie fan of the podcast is Jeremy. Uh, to my right is the polyester tracksuit-wearing 40-year-old uh, movie fanatic of the podcast, Timmy. Hey, Sorry, so which one was I? Hey, you're both middle-aged. Oh, I was just wondering if you were one of the, uh, you know, who we were, if you were trying to say we were somebody from Christmas Vacation. No, I was just trying to, you know, I mean, according to this, you have sh you have shed a little bit of your wild streak while still maintaining the spark of madness that made your friends think you're cool. You still love comedies, but you're starting to expand your horizons into more dramatic features. Oh, I've always done that. But it's not artsy. <laughs> yes, that is... <laughs> keep that in mind. No artsy-fartsy here. I know. I, so I uh, <laughs> To reference, this is a quiz, a like 66-question quiz I started taking last night. And... I was, I, you know, there were so many of them. Where I'm like, I don't know any of these movies, but I think I'd like this one. Mm -hmm. And just for the listeners, yeah, we were making, taking that quiz and it determined our age with movies we liked. And they did it by year. Like, it'd be like 1983 was the best movie. And it was like, it wasn't like the best. It would, well, it said, what is your favorite movie or something like that? And the movies weren't like the highest grossing movies. They were probably the most, you know, nominated movies for awards. Well, and one of the things that I noticed is every so often it was just like, okay, they got a comedy on there. They got a drama. They got an action. And then they got, I don't know, a miscellaneous. And, I, and so I started noticing that. And then suddenly I'm like, oh, look, there's two dramas on there and a mystery, which is kind of almost a drama. And I've never heard of that one maybe that's also a drama. And so like, I found it very inconsistent with the test because like, either they should have just did the highest gross, the four highest grossing for each year or come up with uh, an obvious, you know, 
one per category thing. Yeah. And I didn't find that they did that. So I felt like most years I had to guess, not most years, but a good portion of the years I had to guess. To, uh, this By the title of this movie, it sounds funny because like 1953, you had these four movies that I never heard of. Yeah, it's about the same. It, there's, I mean, probably like 30% of the movies I was like, what? Yeah. And then there's some of them like, oh, I saw one of the four and I didn't really care for the one. My favorite one was Jeremy's just like, hey, so I've got a question for you. This movie, there will be blood. This movie, and this movie, and I, and I'm like, oh, and Jeremy's like, I watched an hour of the, there will be blood, and I've never finished it, and I never want to. Nope. <laughs> and I remember, I think I got ten minutes into it, and like the whole artsiness of the inter, the episode or the movie, and I'm like, I'm done. It's a slow one. I would liken it to Legends of the Fall. That we talked about recently. That movie, I will never go back to it. I don't care that you told me the ending's fantastic because I was bored out of my mind. No. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> All right, merit badges. What do we got? All right. So my merit badge is something that I started accruing like this Monday. And it was a consistent string of Oh, hey, I, I happen to be on Facebook and there's a 99 cent Hulu thing for, you know, 99 cents per month for the next 12 months. Oh, I could add $2 to that and get Disney. Okay. <laughs> and then a couple days later, as it's like, oh, hey, look at that. HBO Max, $2.99 for the next six months. Don't mind if I do. Then it was just like, all right, well, then there's this streaming service. All right, I'll do that. And so I'm just slowly like uh, piecemealing like all of these streaming services, which is kind of fun, but also at the same time annoying because uh, in previous podcasts, I've bragged that I have basically been able to live myself commercial free. And all of these things, are, even though they are, you know, <laughs> 99 cents, a dollar 99 or whatever they are, they're all the ad tier. Oh, man. So I have my, I have multiple streaming services back for probably about a total of like $8 a month. Hmm. That's at, nice. Yeah, going forward. But it's just like, they're all the ad tier, though. <laughs> does it, HBO doesn't have ads, does it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. They do now. <laughs> Every once Netflix gets ads, that's I feel like oh they're they do they're really oh they do because I know they were close yeah they do have ads oh yep there is one streaming service I'm trying to think if it's Paramount or Peacock that I appreciate what they do and they front load they front load all the commercials at the very beginning and don't interrupt like the movie or whatever see I like that uh, Hulu does that with their movies you will watch like. I almost like two minutes, I think it's two minutes and 30 seconds of a commercial at the very beginning. Hmm. And then no commercials for the entirety of the movie. You can see, that's, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. That is awesome. All right. Well, good hats off to you for like my point of view. It's a job well done, but also I'm sorry that you have to join the rest of us. Well, and <laughs> here's the strategy because I, I did not get the deal for Peacock because I currently was a Peacock member. Uh -huh. And so there's just like, nice try. You, you, you don't, you know, you're, you're not allowed. 
And so what I'm going to have to do, well, HBO Max is six months. So obviously six months from now I'm canceling. But I know from like checking out um, blogs and stuff like that, this is a yearly Hulu thing. Mm -hmm. But you can't have had a subscription within the month. So I have to cancel in October mm -hmm. so I can re-up it again in November. I know also a lot of the places people just create new email addresses, which I know that's annoying. Oh, yeah, I guess I could do that to get Peacock. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my merit badge, my merit badge is, uh, I forgot what I called it. It is, I've created uh, it's a one-sided relationship, but I have a mortal enemy. And my mortal enemies are plural, are my smoke detectors. Ooh. So you guys know, you've seen it. I think you pointed it out that I don't have, like, on, on my uh, main floor, I don't have a smoke detector in a very obvious place that I should, and you see the wires hanging out. I don't know why, but I have two smoke detectors, one in my upstairs and one on the main floor where I can change the batteries and within a day or two, it starts giving me that stupid beep about, and saying low battery. And I'm just, and the worst thing about it is no matter when I change the batteries, I've done it like three or four times. It beeps in the middle of the night for the first, you know, the first beep is always at one o'clock or two o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And then the whole house wakes up and I'm like, no, you're the worst. So, I hate my smoke detectors. They are my immortal enemy. I have been chatting with a kitty, I think it is, who it is, that makes the smoke detectors. And they are taking forever to respond to me. So, kitty, if you're listening, I hate your smoke detectors right now. Yeah, I've had experiences with smoke detectors. Like when my wife was pregnant and it was our very last night before um, giving birth to our kid, our first one, um, it, it went off in the middle of the night be, because of the smoke that was going over Idaho at the time. Oh, okay. And it was super annoying. Yeah, smoke detectors, the little battery thing, like, this is what I don't like. So it's plugged in, so mm -hmm. it's get, it should be getting its power from the house, like the rest of the, the smoke detectors are. And then, you know, on the side... It should be getting it from the battery, but I guess right now it's just depleting and getting it straight from the battery no matter what. Hmm. But it's telling me it's plugged in when I plug it in. So it's not like saying, so it's not like I'm missing something, like I didn't shove it in all the way because it will constantly beep if I don't do that little thing in there. So, well, and I think there's something that, uh, like all, all smoke detectors are like secretly evil also because I feel as though. They'll do like the a, a nice chirp to remind you every you know maybe hour or so uh, during the day, but then at night it's just like oh, now we're gonna go into every yep. like three minutes. Yep, and we're gonna turn up the loud the noise just a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah. Why at night? That's that's my mirror. I just hate them. Okay. Well, if we die at my house, it's all Kitty's fault. All right. Because smoke detectors, are, I'm there's two of them not plugged in. So, all right, judge, this is exhibit B. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, my merit badge this week um, is called <sighs> "Stay on Target." 
So uh, I was recently at the Costco. And, you know, if you know me, I'm the kind of person that really likes to stay hydrated. And I drink a lot during the day. And so um, before my beginning my um, emptying my bank account with a Costco trip, um, I uh, decided to use the restroom. And I use one of the urinals. And uh, I finish and I go and start washing my hands. And then all of a sudden, this old man, probably in his 70s, maybe 80s, walks out of the stall really slowly, hunched over. And he uh, starts a conversation with me as I'm washing my hands. And this old man has this piece of toilet paper also in his hand. And I'm like, he's like, I'm not very good at using those things. I'm like, using what thing? Are you are you talking to me? What? <laughs> He's like, I missed. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, um, I'm sorry. He <laughs> <laughs> a turd on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And then he he goes he gets his his toilet paper wet and goes back into the stall. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then I walk away. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> So they have been good thing he didn't have his pants at his ankles. I I I'm really glad that didn't happen. <laughs> but uh yeah, stay on target, bud. Now, now not to like be mean or anything, but oh, well, you know, would you say he was like ancient looking or was he just old just, or he was pretty old. He was hunched he was kind of hunched over walking really slow. Oh, uh, okay. Scary beyond all reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got some change, mister. So I booked, washed my hands quickly, and I got the heck out of there. <laughs> you know, Before he asked me for help. Yeah, he's like, hey, I need, I need a hand in here. Can you check my butt? <laughs> Did I get it all? Oh, I, I was actually dreading this and or what you're going to tell us because, you know, now this, like, confirms, like, my practice of never going grocery shopping without headphones. <laughs> I, I, I will never step into a grocery store without headphones. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want them to talk to me. And so <laughs> I'm sitting there like dreading this, like this just confirms my practice of ignoring everybody around me. Yes, I don't like it either. It's the cardinal rule in the men's bathroom though. You don't talk to Yes, you don't talk. My favorite thing is, I don't think I shared this on the podcast, but I had a... Um, there was like a, a quiz on there to see if you were truly a, a man. And what it was is it had um, a set of urinals. Mm -hmm. It says, you know, it had situations. All right, these two are taken. Where do you pee? I've taken this quiz. <laughs> I got 100% on that. Yeah. And I'm like, I asked my wife to take it. And she, she got close to 100%. But it's like, so if somebody's on the far left one, <laughs> oh. you go to the far right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then if it's like, you know. Yeah, stagger yourself. Yeah, uh -huh. a little yeah. buffer. And then there was one that I, I mean, most of them were very easy, but there was one that I was like, only a man would know this, and that's <laughs> the one my wife got wrong. I was like, yeah, that one's hard to, that one's not as obvious, but men, we know. We know why. <laughs> hmm. I've never, I, I'm, I'm now interested in taking this quiz. I'll have to find but, it for you. Uh, <laughs> One of my favorite things is when uh, there was a um, a swatch in the men's journal in that uh, you could uh, you know direct the stream, and it was like you know monitoring your hydration level. 
<laughs> so you're sitting there, you're like peeing towards a swatch to kind of like, you know, show you what, you know, trying to match your urine color to figure out how hydrated you were. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is kind of smart. I kind of like this. <laughs> and then, and you know, as I was like, you know, comparing, I'm sitting there going, ooh, the Definitely not uh, hydrated. Oh, at least I'm not. I'm at least I'm not like dark burg, like you know, brown yellow. <laughs> like that's that, that's like you know, emergency room right there. Yeah, <laughs> mine's misleading though because I take vitamin a, a vitamin C tablet, and, oh, yeah. and then it automatically changes the urine color. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. I've always just wanted those. Um, what are they called? Like from a carnival where they shoot the stream in the in there and then <laughs> blows the up the balloon in the clown's mouth exactly and then blows up the balloon and just think of that you're you're at a re- at a restaurant or a gas station you're peeing next to somebody who you don't know and all of a sudden you're like all right game's on <laughs> and you start going like I beat you and then you uh, just walk away I mean my I, my proud moments are those Jimmy Dugan moments I. Like yep. I generally they happen in midstream where I'm just like, oh, I wish I had a watch right now. <laughs> because of that movie, uh-huh. for probably like two or three months straight, I used to time every single <laughs> bathroom visit. I'd be like, ready, <laughs> go. And I could, I could almost get it to a minute sometimes. Wow. I know. I saw a video the other day, a cartoon video, and it was like, only a guy would know this. And it was a, uh, a guy figure peeing in the toilet and there was he was aiming at a poo streak. Yep. Left behind. Absolutely. And you're like trying to increase your pressure to get that streak mm-hmm. washed off. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You gotta do your service. Uh-huh. <laughs> While you're there, you're just doing your doing a service. It's the, a guy thing. Yep. That's yep, a guy thing. It's like, I'll take it. I'll get it. All right. Does everybody go? Yeah. Okay. Spin the wheel. All right. We have spin the wheel where we have ten category of categories of questions which we're going to spin the wheel to determine who's going to be asking each other what so here we go brett you're up first and you get how much all right and how much so as we just barely finished uh thanksgiving how much would it take for somebody to pay you to eat a thanksgiving dinner at a chakarama for a month. For those who don't know, Chakarama is a local fast food. I mean, not fast food. What's it? Buffet. Buffet. So eat every single every single day. Every single it's, day. It's uh, Thanksgiving. All your you know Chakarama standard options, but uh, for an entire month. Entire month. <sighs> every meal or just every, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Um. Hmm. No, I I'm not that evil. Let's just go with dinner. Yeah. Okay. And so I have to drive to one. Yep, you have to drive to one, well, and you have to have. I guess it's in a Lehigh. Thanksgiving dinner. Closest one to us is in Lehigh, and it's on State Street. Yeah, it's or not State Street, Main Street. Yeah. Um, it's not too far from me, so yeah. it wouldn't be that bad. I think the driving's the most. I mean, I don't like the food for really, but like I'm like, eh, I'm getting paid. I'll go. So a month covering gas. You could pay me about thousand. Yeah, I'd... every day. So thirty every days. Day. Mm-hmm. Can't choose February. Nope. <laughs> uh, 
I'll do five thousand dollars. I'll do two thousand. I feel good about two thousand. Two thousand. Final answer. I, I would do fifteen because, like, the, besides the turkey and fifteen thousand. Yeah. Okay. Well, it depends Be, on. Besides the turkey, and because generally the turkey is like that, like amalgamation turkey log. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I could, I could stomach that, but like, you know, Chakarama's mashed potatoes, their, their stuffing is just <laughs> like their stuffing is like one degree away from like the bread being just liquid. Yeah, like it is gross. I would just, I would figure out ways to like mix foods. And then by the end of that 30 days, I would be like, I got it. Can I sneak in like my own gravy? And no, <laughs> oh. the, 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 you have to walk through, you know, kind of like you know, TSA every single time. <laughs> no outside food, no good food on your person. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and you can't pre eat. Can I bring my own toilet paper? Uh, we'll, we'll allow that. Yeah. All that, right. At least that's nice. All nice. right. Yep. All right. I'm up next. And I got random question. All right. So I kind of stole this question but I, from another podcast, but I thought it was too good to not talk about here. Okay. Would you rather be able to give your need to go number one or number two to someone else that's in line of sight? Ooh. So you have to go pee and you just go pee. Now that person has to go pee. Number one, because man, I, you know, like th- that's like sometimes I, I would use that so often. Like I, I'd probably never go. I'd just be like, oh man, I gotta go. Your turn. Your turn. Your turn. And you as a teacher, <laughs> there's a kid that's like, uh, Mr. Williams, and he go to the bathroom. Okay. And while you're going, pew, oh, and then he's wetting <laughs> himself. <is> full. Oh. <laughs> but like, think of number two, though. Like, you're like about to have a really bad thing, and I was like, "No, not anymore." I mean, only number two. If I was like, you know, I had constipation problems, then it'd be like, now it's your. F- <laughs> but what if it was the other, not the opposite of constipation? Nah, it's oh, just over and done with. I'd love to to pass off a number two, anytime. I think the number one would be nice because of frequency, but number two would ultimately feel like, yeah. If I could pass off every number two for the rest of my life, I would be very happy. I don't. I don't mind a pee break. Like, oh that's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a pit stop. Quick yeah. done. Pit stop. You're, you're not, uh, you know, handcuffed to your classroom. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But I would have so much fun with this, regardless. Be like, okay, come on, body. We need to go to the bathroom. Some guy's being a jerk to me, and poof. or you're like, all right, that's it. I'm getting that guy. I'm eating this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This is coming for you. Here's the Taco Bell. You know, I the funny thing about it is, is I've oh, I've thought about that, but not with in that situation. I've always thought about that, like you know, just walking around, like oh man, I I, I wish I could you know lose about you know ten pounds or something like that. And like you know, if you could just like touch somebody, yeah, and pass on at least like a pound of fat to them, you're just yeah. like here you go. <laughs> Uh, man, think of the applications of this though in a movie theater. Oh, so, so I have a question. Um, with this regarding, like, if you have to go really bad, do do you pass on the sensation too? Yeah, you pass on everything. Everything. So, like, if you're about to poop your pants, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're holding it. You're holding it. You're like, 
All right, what are we going to title this episode? <laughs> the utterly useless bathroom. <laughs> That's true. We've gotten down that the, the toilet for this uh-huh. one. Yep. Uh, okay, there's, there's the episode title. The utterly useless goes down the toilet. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I think number two would be more rewarding. And like you said, Criddle, number one, you just you need a pee break every once in a while. Sometimes you have a good pee and it's like, yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. But nobody likes to really do. I mean, maybe, but like, not, it's not the same as number two. So, anyway, moving on. <laughs> All right, Curl, you're up next and you got what if. All right, we're going out of the toilet here. Um, what if the normal uh, Santa outfit wasn't red and you could pick the color? What color would it be? Hmm. hmm. Let's see. Could I do potentially? I'm not locking this in, but potentially, could I do buffalo print? You could do whatever, as long as it's not red. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking about Austin Powers because Austin Powers <laughs> has <laughs> his crushed velvet suit, but then he also has the blue one too. And I'm trying to th- figure out if that would be a good color scheme for Santa. I mean, essentially, it's the same suit, like with the white trim uh, uh-huh. fluff. It's just not red. You can have a print on there, but it's just—it's not going to be just the velvet red. It's something else. Okay. Different color, different pattern. You know what? Santa is going to look very spacey for me, and so he's going to be like a metallic silver. All right, with reflective. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so you could see him. Oh man! I the instant you said he's oh what. I now want him to be in like military camo. <laughs> Riding in a tank. He's what, in, what kind of military camo? Uh, let's see. Not desert because like, you know, North Pole. You could like, do winter. Yeah. Some sort of, oh, oh, I know. A white. Some sort of hoth type of. Uh, hoth? <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because he needs to, you know, blend in with his sur- the, the majority of his surroundings. So he's going to need some sort of like hoth white like white gray type of a camo that's what he needs a a white gray camo so that he can blend in with you know all the snowmen and stuff like that up in the north pole all right i looked at i'm on board it's just for those who like me not star wars fans it's yeah mainly a white in the snow i don't know how to describe it it's just white with like a beige almost yeah all right yeah also, Empire Strikes Back's best Star Wars movie ever. Amen. Uh, I will disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I still think... Rogue One? Rogue One. Okay. But then Criddle ruined that also last week. <laughs> I was watching an interesting thing. There's a there's a cool YouTube channel I'll have to find that basically just kind of goes into like the parallel universe of what if this happened and he does massive research and he did a whole thing about that there is kind of like a director's cut of rogue one and i'm like that's interesting and then as he like played it out he was just like actually the better version of rogue one is the actual version that we saw because the director's cut actually makes no sense because <laughs> when when you know you have like the satellite that they're trying to get to they have the other thing on the opposite side of like 
the base and they're just like, shouldn't it be like combined together? Like the the scenes was more actiony, but you know, um, like you know, the real trailers or pitch meeting would totally like destroy that plot line right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but ultimately, even though it's not a movie, Mandalorian is the best thing to come out of Star Wars, in my opinion. And I know I'm making a lot of Star Wars fans angry. So, sorry. Uh, I mean, it's not like my opinion where it's just like I hate the Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. And back to Brett. You get, could you fight it? All right. So um, yesterday while you were over, I, I, was, I was asking you if you'd seen this one movie on Apple Plus. And um, I can't, it's like Monarch something, something yeah. of the monsters or something like that. I hit, hit play for about three minutes. And Do you I, have Apple Plus now? Yeah. Oh. Um, I started watching it and I think John Goodman is in the opening scene and he's being chased by a gigantic daddy long legs. And I'm, and so my question is, could you fight a sports car sized daddy long legs? Daddy long legs? Like, first of all, how ironic John Goodman is being chased by spiders uh-huh. when he's in arachnophobia. Yeah. Um, can I like... Do I get any weapons or just what I have around me? Whatever you have around you. Mm. Potentially. Potentially could fight. Because, I mean... Uh, Daddy long legs aren't really an aggressive spider, though. And yeah. the, their legs are very thin, so I could choppy choppy. <laughs> but I'm sure he's going to try and attack me because he does have teeth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know what? Because of the size difference... You're like you're saying his like body, not his legs included, but his body is about the size of a sports car. Yeah, I'm probably gonna lose. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna use a um, I don't a hose. Be- spray it. Spiders don't like water. That's true. I just I just don't want to be eaten. Yeah, that's uh, like because I imagine they're spiders are notoriously fast. Yeah. At striking, at moving, and all that stuff. And so I am going to lose. I am going to just close my door and let it pass my house and go eat my neighbor or something. (laughs) I want to go fight it right now. (laughs) (laughs) I see Timmy just go out there and (laughs) all. That'd be so funny. You're just just like, all right, honey. Hey, do we have any like a hairspray and a lighter? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now, I remember growing up, this was the belief. So I don't know if this is actual fact, but daddy long legs were said to be very venomous, um, but they were too small to bite humans. Is that true at all? Do you know? That's an interesting question. Because, yeah, that was always the whole, oh, yeah, they're they're the most venomous thing. Uh, the arachnid around, uh, you know, our, oh, here, our here we go. University of California. All right. They do not have venom glands, fangs, or any other me- mechanism for chemically subduing their food. Oh. Interesting. Therefore, they do not have the injectable toxin. Some have defense secretions that might be toxic to small animals if ingested. See, here's the, the downside of the internet is I liked believing that. <laughs> <laughs> and now and now I know that it's not true. So it says they don't have fangs? I they don't have like the two front 
like teeth that some spiders have is what they're saying. I guess. Hmm. Hmm. I would have to look at its mouth. I still, I just still don't think I'd want to do it because it would kind of creep me out too. Yeah. Yeah. Just watch the first five minutes of Monarch and... How about you watch me do it first, and then you just yeah yeah I'll be like oh. <laughs> and then it eats you hit you and it, you're like well, oh look he kind of injured it I think I can take over from here <laughs> well we need to find a new host, co-host <laughs> all righty and it's back to me and I get kiss Mary kill all right so this is this kiss Mary kill is going to be the life's work of this person okay this actor Zach Galifianakis I. Don't know if he said it right. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow, Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah, I went the other way on this, where you don't want to marry. Um, I have an idea of what Brett will pick here. I have no idea what so, you'll. So pick. kiss me, oh. kill Zach Gal, Zach Galifianakis, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Seth Rogen. Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Which one would you want to <laughs> always like? When you kill the person's life's work, that does it cease to exist. When you kiss it, like it'll exist, but infrequently, like you can't watch it. And then marrying it, obviously, you have access to it always to watch. Mm. I don't like this one. I tried. Congratulations. You you did a good job. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I think I know, but I want you to go first. I'm going to marry Gwyneth Paltrow. Going to kiss Zach Galifianakis and Seth Rogen. Your career has been wiped from the face of the earth. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, I'm gonna marry Gwyneth Paltrow, kiss Seth Rogen. Wow! Kill Zach Galifianakis. Now I'm curious. Did you guys both marry Gwyneth Paltrow because of her use in the MCU? Yeah. Basically, <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to be what would cause it. That and there's one movie that she did called Sliding Doors, which I always, I love. What if? And what ifs is this is you know she was late going somewhere, and so you watch her two potential you know outcomes in life because of that. Hmm. I, I really I think that's kind of a fun uh, story, but yeah, basically because of Iron Man and stuff like that. Yeah, and. So, just out of curiosity, why Zach and why save Seth? Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm thinking about who's been in more movies that uh-huh. I've seen. I think I've seen more movies with uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, me too. Attached or voiced or something more than I have Zach. Yeah, because you get Kung Fu Panda. I could Seth. live without Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was in the new Ninja Turtle movie. I could live without that too. Just knowing that his career is gone, <laughs> like I, I would sacrifice so many good movies just knowing that his <laughs> career was gone. That's funny. And for me, Zach, like the only thing that really sticks out to me is True Calling. Yeah, that's but that's a TV show. A but TV yeah, show, I mean, it would get rid it's of part it. Part yeah. of his career. So. Yeah. That one Zach Galifianakis movie that I love is Out Cold. I love oh, yeah. Out Cold. Out Cold's good. He also plays the Joker in Batman, the Lego Batman movie. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. There you go, Brett. There we go. Yeah, silver lining. Um, I would probably because of the MCU, I'd keep Gwyneth Paltrow alive. Unfortunately, or, I mean, like her, unfortunately. her works. 
Seth Rogen. I was kind of curious, Brett, because I think you own a Seth Rogen movie. Oh, I, I own multiple. Like Seth. The Neighbor. Yeah, I I originally liked The Neighbor, and then I watched it again, and I'm like, I don't like... most most. My biggest problem with Seth Rogen's is, hey, let's do another one where we're high. Yeah. Hey, let's do another one when we're high. And it's just like, you really have only one go-to type thing. I mean, you have either voiceovers for Kung Fu Panda and Ninja Turtles, or you do like drug movies. Yeah. And you know what? My stance is on drug movies. I do not care for them. Sam, I am. Sam, I am. Yep. I do not. I forgot he was Donkey Kong. Oh, Oh, that's right. Oh, we'll get it. (laughs) And you just bought that movie. I know I did. Bye bye. Oh yeah, I forgot to bring it, but uh, it's right. on my um, movies anywhere. Okay, yeah, that's how I should log into your stuff. Yep, and not let a- your Apple account touch mine ever again because they because, did not like that. Yes, Sam, I am. Nope. Um, the one uh, movie I watched recently that I am kind of surprised I really enjoyed. Uh, I'm trying to find the name of it. It is with. Charlie Theron, mm. where she's running for president, and he is a writer. Oh like, yeah, I was kind of surprised. I liked it. I this I saw a preview for it. It looks good. I think Seth Rogen is a better is a better like, executive producer than an actor. I don't even know what he's executive produced. Well, he's just executive produced a lot of stuff. Oh, it's called Long Shot. Mm. And the reason why I like Long Shot is because. Seth Rogen isn't completely himself in that movie, which I appreciate. And it's surprisingly a lot more serious than it is comedic, even though it is a comedy. It's more like Dave. I like Dave. So it kind of gives off that feel. But I mean, of course, because Seth Rogen's in it, he has to have a scene where he does drugs. Uh Uh-huh. All right, so I'm going to totally set you up for the next one. So you're going to need to do something extremely evil. I'm not sure if you really care for Tim or whatnot, but you're going to have to do one with uh, Zach Efron's career and a couple other people. Okay. So. All right, we can do that. (laughs) All right, we're on our last one, Criddle. You got What Would You Have Done? What would you have done if Uncle Eddie showed up at your house on Christmas with your boss tied up with a bow? I would have been like, um, did I go on a rant similarly to the very beginning of the podcast? Because, like, I have no, I don't have no issue with my boss. Like, what's, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I would start apologizing immediately. <laughs> my my temporary boss, because I'm in between bosses right now, because <laughs> one was let go, and so I have like a interim. And so if they brought him in, I'd be like, wow, you went all the way to Atlanta? <laughs> brought him back. Wow, good job. So um, and I'd be like, hey, uh, I'm sorry about this, but let's, let's not miss the opportunity to actually see each other one-on-one. <laughs> but no, I would be like super apologetic and untying him and like, what's the word? Reprimanding Uncle Eddie. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't even have an Uncle Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't even know who this guy is. Yeah. Um, but then if we, I'd be like, but look, it's it's Randy Quaid. Are we surprised? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just bygones be bygones. Yeah. So what would you do? Uh, I'd say, uh, you have the wrong house. Close the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, <laughs> you just see him tied up in a boat. And like, <laughs> uh, I need an adult. <laughs> Shut the door. <laughs> so what would you do if you were the boss that was abducted by Uncle Eddie? Uh, Seeing as I am one of the bosses at work. Yeah, that's why I kind of uh, asked that question. I would... I'd be pretty cool about it, especially if the, you know, my employee was Mm -hmm. nice and untied me and all that stuff. And depending on how I was treated along the way and all that stuff, there might be some repercussions on the uncle, but none on the, obviously I don't, I hate when people like blanket, like he does. He's like, you're all going to jail. It's like, this isn't a conspiracy. They didn't join Mm -hmm. together. This isn't collude or anything. So why why do you throw that blanket out there? It's like you're going to jail, Uncle Eddie. It's like Oprah with jail. You're going to, to jail. jail. You're, and you're going to jail. <laughs> oh man, is that what happens when you kidnap Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> and you get a life sentence, and you get a life sentence. And the judge just looks. And, like, yep. Well, I'm sorry, she's Oprah. Like, she's she Oprah. She overrules that. everything. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Whistle me this. All right, so this week we have Quiz Me This, where I'm going to do movie quotes. And you guys have to guess the movie. We're going to do 10 quotes, so five apiece. I'm going to let you guys decide who's going first so I can be taken out of the element of... I'll let Tim go first. Do you know, and then I was thinking, like, I don't want this to be a segment because it'd be, like, the worst thing ever, but vague poorly written movie quotes jeez oh, <laughs> what do you mean by that remember his po- uh, yeah poorly uh, poor uh plot summary yeah but you're talking about movie quote yeah. like if it said <laughs> instead of somebody said smoking it'd be like well, it's it's mildly um <laughs> it's mild it's mildly translucent in here <laughs> there's, a, there's a segment that jimmy fallon used to do on the tonight show i don't know if he still does it but it's he used to do like tell the tell the movie in like five seconds and then he just keeps dropping it down to like one second oh okay i think i've seen that hmm. i think i have all right criddle here you go here's the first quote what i always ask that of all my prey i just like the sound of it <laughs> that sounds like jack nicholson i will say yes um I'm going to say just Batman. That is correct. Yep. Oh, all right. Good on you. Cause I'd be, yeah, I probably would have had to do that. Cause I was like, yeah, I don't know that one right off the top of my head. I, I, I rewatched the uh, Batman and Batman returns before the flash movie. Cause I wanted to get totally immersed in the Michael Keaton, Batman. All right. That's right. part of the flash movie. You're up yes. next. Your story. Are you my dad's brother? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? <laughs> I know uh, this. That is a homo. Now I wait. Hmm. Nope, it's not Home Alone. It's Uncle Buck. There you go. Woof. That was so close. That was close. I know. I'm like, wait. Because they're, they're both, both in, in they're home? both in Home Alone, and, but and then I had to think. But they don't talk to each other. But they other. don't talk to each other. They don't even see each other. No. The closest they were was in the van. Whoa. On the front. That was close. All right. One, one. Ooh, boy. Here you go, Cradle. The Godfather is the I Ching. You've the got Godfather mail. is the sum of all wisdom. That is correct. 
Way the Godfather go. is the answer to any question. F O X. <laughs> I didn't you say Brett just yesterday or something like that that you really like that movie? Because mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah. I don't mind that you've got mail. All right. So that's surprisingly critical. dated though. I mean Way oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that you're using AOL, right? Uh-huh. I never I only knew a select few people that used AOL. Yeah, same here. All right, Brett, here you go. Blocking out the sun. What you need to worry about is this question that I'm about to ask you. Who wants a taco? That is the Lego movie. That is correct. You guys are just awesome at this. Everything is awesome. This is where it goes downhill. Okay. Wait a minute. I don't know if I want to give this one. Yeah. Mm, that That one's... That one's such an easy one that I can't give it to you. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, sorry. I, I I actually have these all as audio clips that are on a website. So here you go. Okay. Crudel. Hundred. Now, are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Phone calls. A Few Good Men. Good. That is a good movie. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. I watched that later in life, and I was kind of surprised that I waited that long to watch it. Yeah. So that was number three for you, Criddle, and Brett's two. So here we go. Two Jack Nicholson for me. Yeah, I know. I know. I saw. I was like, (laughs) as I was pushing play, I was like, I should have thought about not doing that one. All right. I am still looking, because there's like a lot of, other ones, but here you go, Brett. Answer me! Well, I don't know. God's got my tongue. What? <laughs> Do you need to hear it again? Yeah. Answer me! Well, I don't know. God's got my tongue. I have no idea. I'm going to guess Hocus Pocus, but I have no idea. That is correct. Oh, my word. <laughs> you just recognize Bette Midler? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Good job. I, I was like, I could see why it's difficult. Did you know? I, I had a, I had a hunch, but it wasn't like 100%. All right. 3-3. Three, three. Here we go, Cradle. Oh, boy. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. Uh, kindergarten cop. That is correct. All right. Now, I'm curious. Does anybody feel like I'm giving anybody easier questions? Okay. No, because I was sitting there thinking if that was Last Action Hero because it was kind of more comedic. So. (laughs) All right, Brett. What kind of rubbish is that? I'm sorry, but all questions must be submitted in writing. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. Yep. Which did you see that they're doing a remake? The Wonka? Yeah. I it don't okay. think I did. It comes out next month. Next month? Mm-hmm. Wow. Who do you who's in it? Timothy Chalamet is playing Wonka. Oh yeah. A younger, like a younger Chalamet. version. Mm-hmm. Like a prequel. So is it but it, like there's a kid, right, that's going to it? No, no. It's it's like before he makes it a factory. Oh, it's a prequel, like it's a prequel. Okay. He's like a younger Wonka. Hmm. As long as it's not anything like Tim Burton. Yeah. I did not like that one at all. All you have to do to turn me off on a movie is just say directed by Tim Burton. 
<laughs> and I'm like, next. But Batman and Batman Returns. Okay, and Sleepy Hollow. And <laughs> Mars Attacks? He did Mars Attacks? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Wow. That's a weird movie. I'm done with that movie. I, I won't ever watch it again, to be honest. Like I, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. It's somewhere in the middle. I just like I find Jack Nicholson playing like seventeen different people kind of enjoyable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, I agree with that, and I enjoy seeing all the people like Jack Black's in it and Pierce Brosnan and all these other people. Just kind of I also like Beetlejuice and Beetlejuice. Baby. I hate Beetlejuice. <laughs> I don't like Beetlejuice either, but I watched it when I was little. That's why. All right, because it's the last round. I'm trying to get something that is still. You know, something you could get, but... Mm -hmm, but maybe not. Yeah. Just because, I mean, we'll just have to keep going to sudden death or something like that. Sudden death. This is where I get it wrong. <laughs> Price is wrong, Bob. All right. Let's see what we got here. All righty. So let's give this one a try and see, Criddle, if you can get this. Recommendation? My philosophy, Mr. President, is shoot first and ask questions later. I don't like uninvited guests. Hmm. I don't like uninvited guests. Do you need to hear it again? Yeah, let's hear it one more time. No. Recommendation? My philosophy, Mr. President, is shoot first and ask questions later. I don't like uninvited guests. Hmm. Okay, this has legitimately gotten more difficult. Oh. I would go by the first person's voice in that can we play it one more time yes we can recommendation my philosophy mr president is shoot first and ask questions later i don't like uninvited guests if you can get the voice of the first guy yeah i'm i was trying to listen to the first person i think i have an idea but it is not a concrete idea and i'm probably wrong also Sounds it sound doesn't sound like a comedy. No, Mr. President. Hmm. Um, Let's see. Definitely not Dave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I don't. I don't. Air Force One. I don't that know. is incorrect. Oh, that's what I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> oh man. Um. Shoot. Um. Not really. I was gonna say in advance. There's not really stealing in this game. Yeah. This one. Okay. Um, but I'll give you a hint. It is one of my favorite movies that Brett I found out with and does not like. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Fifth Element. Oh. Yeah, I don't like the fifth element. Oh. The best part about fifth element is Chris Tucker. <laughs> that cool. He is pretty cool. He's pretty great. All right. Brett, we'll try mm. one for you. All right. I'm glad you got that. Gets fun. Yeah. Ask and you shall see. I know. This website has the most random quotes, right? Yeah. All right, would you do it one more time? Gets mm. fun. I don't know. Bruce Almighty? No, that is incorrect. 
It sounds like an animated movie. It's not. It's not? Mm-mm. If you could recognize who that was saying that, it would still take some deduction to can, figure can out what Can you movie. play it one more time? Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. See, that's why I thought it was Bruce Almighty. Um. Oh, gosh. I don't know. That was Tom Cruise. Mm. in a movie that he's kind of a cameo in. Tropic Thunder? Oh, my word. That is correct. Dang. All right. I'm going to go to me reading quotes because we've exhausted all the ones that I know I think you guys have a chance (laughs) with. Okay. So, and then this is how we'll determine the last, the winner of this. All right. So since we've exhausted all those that you may know and things are just getting harder, I'm going to read some quotes now. And Criddle, you're up. Here it is. Gentlemen, you can't find in here. This is the war room. I know this one. I'm growing on a blank. Give me a hint. George C. Scott set up. (laughs) This is probably some comedy. Uh, uh, Naked gun. Nope. Brett? It is Dr. Strangelove. Yep. All right, Brett. If you take this, you win. Okay. All right. Instead of um, instead of the mahi-mahi, may I just get the one mahi? Because I'm not that hungry. Um, I say this all the time because I, I love that quote. I don't know why. Oh, geez. I, I hate to disappoint you. I'm going to go... Mm. I don't expect you to like this movie. I don't know. You might like this movie. I'm going to go with... I feel as though I know who says it, but I'm also possibly wrong. I'm going to go with Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. No, it is House Buddy. Oh, okay. I Have can you just seen pit- that movie? Yeah. I can just pitch... It's fine. Yeah. I can just picture Rob Schneider saying that. <laughs> that that's, that's, that's whose voice I heard. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, man. Especially with his character in that movie. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, Criddle. Let's see. You get... Greater good? I am your wife. I am the greatest good you've ever, you're ever going to get. Uh, The Incredibles. Fantastic. Look at you. Congratulations. I would never have gotten that. I don't think I would have gotten it. I like The Incredibles. All right, Brett. You have to get this to tie. Okay. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. You're a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. <laughs> I kind of figured Critter would get that mm, one. I can't think of it. Uh, <laughs> gentleman in the, with, in the, with his hand up in the y- back. Yeah, you, you, yeah, sir. Me, me? Oh, uh, Toy Story. That is correct. All right. I'm just curious, Brett. I was going to give you this one, and I'm just curious since Critter's one, but... Would you have got this? According to the map, we've only gone four inches. Um, no. All right. Now we're going to do our recast. We're going to recast the movie Christmas Vacation. Almost said Vegas Vacation. Don't know why, but Christmas Vacation. And at my at my pleading with Curdle and Brett, we are not, we are not recasting the two kids because it was difficult... And I don't know who kid actors are. 
until they get to a certain age. Or it's just, hey, you know that one guy that was in that one movie? All right, so we're going to recast Clark Griswold, Ellen Griswold, mm-hmm. Uncle Eddie, and the beloved neighbor Margot. I don't know, Margot. Not Margot Lane, though. No, not Margot Lane. All right, so Sam Brett, you gave us a quote. You're going to be first, I'll be second, and Criddle will be the wheel. All right. Oh, boy. So I, I have some very, very strong thoughts on a couple of them. I'm going to go with my Ellen because I think this person would be very good as an Ellen, and that is Kaylee Kuko. I had her on my list. I thought about her, yeah. Kaylee. Yeah, I think that would be a good one. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it more, it probably should have been on my list instead of just thought about Because, yeah, I think, because I'm just going to say my thoughts and, and desires. Since I'm anywhere, I'm next. But Kaylee is, Ellen would be a fantastic pick because um, I don't know the actress's name off the top of my head who plays Ellen. Um, but she is off of House Bunny, I want to say. Oh, oh yeah. Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo, oh, yeah. yeah. What I like about her in all the the movies is she has this, like, I hate to say it. She's like a, obviously, because she is a supporting actress of, like, of Clark Griswold, a.k.a. Um, why can't Chevy Chase? Mm-hmm. But, like, she's not, like, she's like, I don't know, Clark. And just, like, supportive, but not supportive and questioning. And so you don't want somebody who is like gonna try and take the the front lead of the like the role, the main person of the movie, and uh, take away from Clark. And so I think for that reason, Kaylee is actually a pretty good option there. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I'm curious to know who your Clark's gonna be. Oh, I I think they will. I have work, an idea. I think they will work very well together. Okay, I have an idea who it is, but uh, I bet you're gonna be wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. This might be obvious, very obvious to me, but I have to pick a Clark because I only picked one Clark, and I just once I saw it, I was like, I have to have him. I should have, as a director, I guess, looked at others and considered them because there might have been a better option. Mm-hmm. But I got stuck on Paul Rudd. And so I want Paul Rudd to be my clerk. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just did that, so I'm happy. Oh, I am so glad you did not good pick Paul Rudd that first your, because I had nobody. <laughs> that was your guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> I would have been in the same boat. Hopefully you have another, well, right? Because mm-hmm. I did not. And Paul Rudd and Kaylee Kuko, there, there's a huge age gap there. Isn't well, it? yeah, but they still, I they think still they look would, young. They, will, well, but yeah. they would both work well off of each other, okay. too. They would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Um, and in Hollywood, come on. As long as it looks because, like. Because Hollywood. <laughs> you got teen, like 20 year olds playing teenagers these days. You got. Okay, well, <laughs> I, now now I'm, I'm not super worried about Mike Clark and. Ellen being taken. So I'm going to go with Uncle Eddie. Okay. You better not take mine. I'm going with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, good. Okay. That's funny. Uh, that'd be kind of interesting. Of and now, w- now, with that, I assume you're taking a spin on Uncle Eddie. He's not being like somebody who 
<laughs> looks like they live out of dumpster out of a dumpster can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think somebody that that he, that can be very intrusive, but and take things too literally. Mm-hmm. I think that can be Ryan. I could see that. that can so be Ryan Reynolds, but is he going to be on the poverty side still? Yeah, he'll still be on the poverty side. Okay. I want to almost see this. Would he? But would he be like still hobo looking? Um, or is he still trying to be a ladies' man? Is that's what I'm trying to figure out? Does he does he wear the same outfit all the time? I think so, and he also Bird. has to have like a beer belly too. Yeah. Okay. That's got to be CGI like, or like something. Fat yeah. Thor. <laughs> yeah, like Fat Thor. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, and then I've got the wheel, and I'm going to go with my Margot. Margot. Margo. And I'm going with Gal Gadot. Ooh. Gal Gadot. I could see that. That's a good one. I didn't. I did not expect Gal Gadot to come into this. I, I'm because I just I, if you look at Julia Louis Dreyfus, I mean she uh-huh. comes off as very uh, bougie, yes. like higher class, mm-hmm. and I think Gal Gadot can do. that. Oh, absolutely, she can. <laughs> Bend over, and I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of nerve talking to me like that. I was talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Wow. You guys are throwing out good stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to throw out my... It's Brett's turn, isn't it? No. Nope. Oh. Yeah, Wait, it's yeah, going yeah, back it's your this turn, way. Your turn. Yep. It's going back to me. Oh, boy. Who do I want to go after next? I don't think... I'm not ready for Ellen yet, so I'm going to go Uncle Eddie. No, I take that back. I'm going with Ellen. Um, Ellen... See, Paul Rudd. I've got a lot of choices here. And and once again, like I don't I don't want somebody too famous mm-hmm. to play Ellen. But you I mean you have a great famous Ellen, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um and this Oh gosh. This okay. I maybe have lied. I'm I'm going I'm going Margo. Going Margot, and I'm going Elizabeth Banks for Margot. Oh. Ooh, that's good. Elizabeth Banks. Okay. Yeah, I I think she could pull it off really well. All right. Interesting. Did you go? Did you do your Margot? I did my oh, Margot, okay. and so, I did my Eddie. All right. So my Margot is safe. Um, because I don't see this being an Ellen. So I, my my Clark is safe, and uh, but my Ellen is still okay. So quite. I think I'm safe with my Ellen. All right. All right. I'm I'm just gonna since I have the wheel now, I'm just gonna go back to back with Clark and cousin Eddie. So my Clark, now that I lost <laughs> Paul Rudd, is going to be Andy Samberg. Okay. Okay. I like that. That would be Andy Samberg and Kaylee Kubel. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um imagining that in my head of those two. The only thing, which is it's fine, but it's just funny how we are with movies. Is I think there's going to be a huge height difference. Uh-huh. That's that's the only thing I go to. And why do I go to that? Why do I even care? I don't even know. But that would be really good. Like, are you thinking like Brooklyn Nine Nine, Andy Andy Samberg, mm-hmm. where where he's super optimistic yes. about everything? Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. I I would like to see this. I'm I'm getting on Brett's movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> So, and my cousin Eddie, 
I think this he could pull it off. Vince Vaughn. Oh yes. That's a good one because he's annoying. He's talks too much. He's played poor before. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's also played <laughs> a, a freaky Friday cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like yours. I, I I mean I like both yours, but until I figure out who Criddle has for Clark, because you have Uncle Eddie and Margot, mm-hmm. I need to know your your main actors to really. But I'm 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 like leaving mine. Mine's a sinking ship now. I feel like <laughs> good. You, you, t- you took my. I call I actually you. think it was hey, better Sam for you. Oh, okay. I think it worked better than Paul think, Rudd. Yeah, I think okay. that's better. I mean, Paul Rudd's great. I love Paul Rudd, but. The dynamic of Andy Samberg and Kaylee Kuko together, husband and wife, and Kaylee doesn't have to talk so much. She's not much of a, like, in Big Bang Theory and some of the movies that she's in, she's not like a Vince Vaughn of females. Yeah. And so and yet she still has a great... I think her, what I'm trying to say is her expressions speak volumes, mm-hmm. where... I think that's critical for the Ellen role. Yeah. I think we were going for kind of the same age gap too, like 70s. What do you mean? Starborn in the 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I was just thinking of anybody, to be honest. This And so this this is where a lot of... I'm just going to throw it out my Ellen. My Ellen's, I'm not happy with any of them. I'm going to say Christine Applegate. Oh, I don't know how much I like that. That's a pretty good one. Like her Anchorman era, mm-hmm. I, I think that would be good. Yeah. Have you said your Clark yet? Yeah, it's it, Paul, Rudd. Paul, Paul Rudd and uh, Christine, Applegate. Christine Applegate. I was... Never mind, you haven't said your Ellen yet. So I'm not going <laughs> to throw it out there. Well, I got honorable mentions too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So I got Christina Applegate, which she also has pretty good expressions. Um, and... I don't think she she can she's not going to steal it from Paul Rudd being the main focus. Yeah. All right, Criddle, you're wrapping us up. All right. Um, so I will go with my Ellen, and I'm going with Maggie Lawson. Oh, okay. Who's that? Jules. Jules in. Psych. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good and one. I'm, she also has very good expressions. Yeah. So, oh, now and uh, I'm, the I'm, drum roll. And I'm going with my Clark, and it's going to be obvious. James Roday. James Roday. I, I, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. There. Uh, I I'm think thinking, so. I mean, he definitely could pull it off. He goes. He goes overboard a lot in Psych. Yeah. No, he definitely and then, does. And Maggie kind of brings him down back to earth. Like, hold on. That'll be interesting because you got the, the sex appeal of Ryan Reynolds going against James <laughs> Roday. I mean, just just think if you instead of uh, Ryan Reynolds co- might have a mullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, instead of having Ryan Reynolds as your Eddie, you could have what's his face uh, Gus as Uncle Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny, but could he pull off in this situation to really pull it off? Not just be like an SNL sketch. But yeah, that would be funny though. Because Gus, you might like my backup Uncle Eddie, possibly. But let's see. You could have Lassiter as um, Todd. 
So <laughs> with Cal Godot. <laughs> that, so yeah, James Roday, um, Sean from Psych. Psych yeah, mm-hmm. is Clark, and then Jules from Psych is Maggie Larson as Ellen. Gal Gadot, I think, is an incredible choice for uh, Margot, and Ryan Reynolds as your Uncle Eddie. I want to see this. I need to get into your vision here with this because, I mean, Gal Gadot is like spot on with, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, only second to mine. Oh, second. <laughs> Who's yours now? Oh, yours is. Well, you, oh, yeah, it's my you, turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Let's see. So I pick Clark. I pick. So I need an Uncle Eddie. Part of me just. I'm seeing a trend with mine, and do I continue that trend with Uncle Eddie? <laughs> or do I um I don't want to do that. Okay. I'm going this way. My uncle Eddie is Michael Peña from Ant-Man the Paul Rudd's friend. Oh, okay. Okay. I did not want to do and you already did your uncle. Eddie. I did not want to do a whole Anchorman reboot. I was going to do David Koshner, who plays um, the, the Whammy. Whammy guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was on my list. He was probably the first person on my entire list of like recasting this. And I just didn't want, I just accidentally saw an Anchorman re- unfolding in front of me of Paul Rudd. He was so over the top. If yeah. He was uncle Eddie, though. Mm-hmm. I think. I'd be curious to see his uh, take on Uncle Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You serious, I, Clark? <laughs> and then Michael Payne. You serious, Clark? You serious, Clark? You serious, Clark? He just talks really fast. <laughs> All right. So. I, I want to hear everyone's honorable mention. <laughs> th- this is. Here is my Margot. And I got, the, she did her, um, you know, tryout on this through a movie with Ryan Reynolds. And this is the Just Friends movie because I think Anna Ferris <laughs> would be a fantastic Margot. I definitely thought about her for that role. Do I have her written down for that? No, I do not. But yeah, that, <laughs> the only problem with that is I want a bougie person to get those comments said to her because Anna Ferris would be like, oh, it's Anna Ferris. It's well, no, but just yeah. think about how like evil she is in just friends, though. She's not evil. Well, she's, she she's, is. She's dumb. She's dumb, but she's also. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, um, so recap, Brett got Kaylee Cuco and Andy Samberg to star in the roles of Clark and Ellen Griswold. Vince Vaughn is cousin Eddie, which will be interesting. And Anna Ferris is Margot. I have Paul Rudd and um, Christina Applegate as Ellen and uh, Clark and Ellen. And then Elizabeth Banks is Margot and Michael Pena as Uncle Eddie. Criddle, you have Clark as James Rode. Rode. And Maggie Lawson as Clark and Ellen. And Uncle Eddie is, I was about to say Gal Gadot, is Ryan Reynolds. Still trying to get on that train here. What what you're you're pitching there? You just went in a white trash <laughs> beer belly mullet. Yeah. 
because he can definitely be in your face and be annoying. You might like my backup for Uncle Eddie. And then Gal Gadot as Margo. All right. So now it's time for honorable mentions. All right. Well, I don't have any real. I only had one backup for Clark Griswold, and that was Andy Samberg. So (laughs) I was banking on nobody stealing any of mine. Um, I do have my Audrey and Rusty, though. So my Audrey is Sadie Sink, who plays Max on Stranger Things. Okay. I think that would be a good one. And my Rusty is Jaden Martell, who played Bill in It. Okay. Okay. Um, so let, let's go around. Since you did Clark, do you have any Clarks? I do. Um, my original Clark uh, choice was going to be Johnny Galecki. Why do I? Oh yes, uh, <laughs> and then Rusty and, moves up. And I was gonna, and I was gonna do Kaylee Kuko with him. Oh, okay. The only thing is, I don't know if he could get to the intensity level that like Chevy Chase had, or even yeah. that James Roday could do. It'd be a stretch, but mm-hmm. I'd be curious to see that. Um, let's see. I also had uh, for Clark as a backup uh, Jake Johnson. Um, I like Jake Johnson, but J- I don't know if he can do it. John Mulaney. I can see John Mulaney doing it. And then um, backup for um, Ellen was Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Uh, I think she can play. Yeah. I think she's a chameleon. I think she can yeah. be either over the top or just subtle. Yeah, I think that one, that's a good one, actually. And then for my Audrey, um, I actually had Mealy Bobby Brown. I thought about it, but I was like, she's too old. Um, but I still think she looks young. Yeah, she could true. pull off a seventeen-year-old. And then I had Haley Steinfeld and Natalia Dyer. I don't know who the last one is. Uh, Natalia Dyer plays in Stranger Things. She um, she plays like the the kind of like the wannabe reporter. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, I can see that. And then for Rusty, I had for my first choice was Walker Scoble. Uh, he plays the the kid in the Adam Project. Okay. Oh, yeah. To Ryan Reynolds, and I, then I enjoyed him. Yeah, and then backup would have been Get Gatton uh, Matazaro, Matarazzo, um, Stranger Things, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then my backup Uncle Eddie was Frank Grio. Who's that? Uh, he plays. Uh, have you ever seen that Hulu movie? Um, that where this guy's stuck in a time loop. No. Ooh, no, but I now need to. Uh, okay, he's also in Captain America, uh, the Winter Soldier, and Civil War. Oh, is he like the buff guy? He's, in... the, he's like the buff guy. Buff military guy? The buff military guy. Yeah, I know who he is now. Yeah, Frank Real. Okay. And then I had... Um, he's in the elevator with Captain America, right? Yeah. Catcher. And then Margot backup for Gal Gadot was Jennifer Garner and Elizabeth Olsen. I don't know why... I don't appreciate Jennifer Gardner. There's a couple of movies I really do, but every time I see her on a commercial, like for Capital One and all that, I'm like, I don't really like you. I don't know why. It's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> but it's just like, like you have a place. Like, I do like her as, I mean, I, here's the out of the closet. I do like Daredevil, the, the movie. It's, it's dumb. I appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable. Yeah. And I and it was my first introduction to whoever Daredevil was in my life. And I was like, I like this. 
but is it a great movie? No. I, and also I do enjoy her in, um, what is that? Like green? Oh, what is it? Brett, do you know, you, I think you have the movie where like she, they grow a chill child out of the, out of the garden. Oh, Secret life of Timothy green. That's it. I do like her. Or something in that. like that. Yeah. And besides those two movies, I'm like, I don't really care for her. Well, that's why you don't, I mean, you were supposed to not like Margot. It's true. That's true. Hmm. I have to think about it. I still like Gal Gadot though. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why she was my first choice. So here's my, my Ellen. And then we can all do Ellen's. I didn't want to pick Leslie Mann because I feel like she was a very obvious choice for, for this. But so I didn't pick her. And then, um, and she's just for those, she's the girl from Big Daddy. You ruined the surprise. <laughs> oh, we wasted the good surprise on Sunny. Uh, Jen, Jenna Fisher thought about her. She's off the office. And then this is a, I tried to get somebody less famous, but is still kind of famous. Her name is June Diane Raphael. And the only thing I can think of that she's on is she is on um, that Seth Rogen movie I just said with uh, Charlie Cerrone. But then she's also on a TV series. She pops up very often as new girl. She's the lesbian doctor, the gynecologist. So hmm. do you have anybody else for Ellen? I just thought of another one that could be Ellen or Margot, and that's Kate McKinnon. I thought about that too. I think but she'd her, be either. Her comedy might take like because of who she is. Yeah. I think she'd be more I mean, she plays a really kind of uh, stingy businesswoman in Yesterday. Yeah. Not really comedic there. Yeah. I just, I, yeah. Then Uncle Eddie, I have, like I told you about, whammy guy. Charlie Day was one. Oh, that'd be good Uncle Eddie. He'd be so annoying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sam Rockwell, because of... um, Iron Man 2? No, what is it? There's there's a movie where he plays somebody kind of like Uncle Eddie, and I can't remember what it was, but I was basing it off of that. Hmm. Um, and then this one, I'm sure we all don't know his name because I didn't. Charlto Copley. Hmm. Um, helicopter pilot from the A-Team. Okay. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. So, Jack Black could possibly. Mm-hmm. I he, thought about him, too. He'd be over-the-top Uncle yep. Eddie. And then for Margot, I had Jennifer Lawrence, Alexandra Daddario, which is, if you're a white collar fan, that's um, the girl that he's always going after in the first couple of seasons. I think she's in Baywatch, and I don't know what else she's in. And that's my whole, those are all my, my backups there. Honestly, I feel like everybody has good and bads that I agree with. I'm sure everybody else feels the same way, but. My personal preference is I think Brett has a better cast. Brett may have won this one. Yay. So, You're all winners. <laughs> You're all winners. I think the Kaylee Kuko and Adams, Andy Samberg just carries so much. I think those are my favorite two of like the leads so that we have. If you could get his Gal Gadot as uh, Margot, and I don't know. I think um, Uncle Eddie. I just, I still, I still don't think we. I don't think any of us have the greatest Uncle Eddies, but I think if anybody, Brett does. Vince Vaughn. 
Ja. Yeah. <lacht> das ist mein Titel Sense. Ah, cool, cool. Now it's time for our recommendations. All right, Brett, what do you recommend us this week? Well, so I have kind of two. I mean, first off, I recommend everybody just, you know, get all those fantastic deals on all those streaming services because if you're going to pay $9.99 a month or a dollar a month, go for a dollar. But uh, I rewatched. I'm getting getting ready for Doctor Who to come back in three specials. And so um, I'm kind of excited for that. But I just barely rewatched the Netflix series Lost in Space, which is just so fun. I wish they almost would do a sequel follow-up to Re-Lost in Space or something like that because it's... How far are you into Lost in Space? Oh, I, I've... I just finished watching it for the second time. Oh wow! I've I dropped off. I think somewhere near the end of season two. Well, it's it was easy because they went on hiatus because everything was shut down. So, but uh, the the third season, the only jarring thing for the third season is you have Will Robinson, who the actor I think when they first started was probably about eleven, twelve, playing an eleven, twelve year old, and then he was about fourteen still playing probably about 11 or 12 year old then he's now in like the third season he is probably about 16 17 playing a 15 year old and there is such obvious different like you know they even say you know 365 days later but it's just like oh no <laughs> that is not 365 days of growth. That is that's about two, two and a half years of growth, dude. <laughs> Give or take. Exactly. He he goes from being like below like everybody's shoulder level to in the first season to a little bit a little bit higher to he is the tallest person on the cast. Almost <laughs> space growth. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, space there you growth. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I I like that movie. I I in that show. I liked uh I think I liked the most, even though She's somebody that you learn to like. I mean, those oh. bad guys that you hate. Oh yeah, is the doctor. No, Doctor Smith is so good at yes. being evil. That was like when I was like Doctor Smith, a, a girl, and like, let's see how this plays out. I'm like, ooh, this is playing out really well. Well, and I think there's something to be said about, like you said, uh, villains that you love to hate. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it? The um, when I was watching Game of Thrones, there is this villain that I just love to hate, and then when they killed him off. I felt as though the show went down a level. Oh, yeah. Because it's just like, well, I hated him and I wanted him to die. But yes. now I got my wish and I don't hate anybody that much anymore. It's like the governor on Walking Dead. Like you, you hate him, you hate him. But then when he dies or I forget what happens to him. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, now he's gone. But now what? Yeah. I don't. Those kind of villains are great in movies uh -huh. because the movie wraps up. Well, and that's the reason why I wish that like movies would not do like, you know, bad guy gets killed at the very end. Mm -hmm. let, it's true. Let uh, Thanos win or let him like in comic books, he'll, he's defeated, but he leaves. He's defeated with his tail between his legs and he'll come back later. I would have I would like to know if um, Christopher Nolan's ever said publicly what he would have done for number three if Heath Ledger didn't die. That would be interesting. Because I would like to know if what he had plans for. Yeah. Nope. Totally agree. All right. My recommendation. Um, I already recommended it to Brett the other yesterday and um, hope it's not too late. I mean, this will be 
I think what Cyber Monday is Monday, right? Yep. So hopefully this still gives people a chance if you're listening to this early Monday morning. There's an extension that you can add to your browser. It's called Keepa, K-E-E-P-A. And what it does is, I wish I could do, I, I can need to look into, see if I can add this on my phone uh, browser as well. Even though if I go to my phone, it's just going to redirect me to Amazon. Yeah. But this, what this extension will do is it will tell you the history of the price of everything on, on Amazon. So if you're looking up, for example, a TV that you want to buy, you can see the history of that, of that TV throughout, you know, a year. I forget what the max length is, but you can like, oh, I guess there is an app. Oh, thanks, Brett. And the app is way better. Um, <laughs> so yeah, keep a price tracker. So I'm going to download the app, but it definitely as a Safari or Chrome extension, you can download that and look at the price and see if they jacked up the price in October and then dropped it in November to say, hey, it's 30% off when reality, it's probably at its original price or slightly below. It's not that great of a deal. Just because I'm really getting bugged by Amazon and all the stuff that they're doing like that. So I want to give it back to Amazon and go, nope, I'm not falling for it. I think, and this is my prediction for 2024, we're going to see a slight decline in Amazon like profits. That's my, I think, I think this is the prime time for all the competitors to come out and, and to give their blows to Amazon. So that's my recommendation. Okay. Uh, my recommendation this this week uh, is kind of along lines of Brett's, and that's I I subscribed to Peacock for a for a dollar ninety nine a month, but they give you the option of either doing a dollar ninety nine per month, or but you pay by month or monthly, or you can just pay twenty dollars flat for mm-hmm. the whole year. So I'm like, I'm just gonna pay the whole year. Yeah, so, I like when they give the cheaper option for the year because I always do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, why not? Let's do it. So now I'm gonna watch some twisted metal and see what else is available on peacock yeah. that i haven't seen and now i'm gonna create a new email account and <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah i thought about doing that with these like oh we have ours right now because we have the espn which espn is garbage i mm-hmm. hate the espn plus at first i was like super excited we have espn plus i thought that meant all things that would be on abc or espn normally no, no it's only ESPN Plus content. It's like, it's like, no. I give me ESPN and like the sports, just the sports on ABC and ESPN Plus. That's better. That's a deal. But yeah. who wants to pay for ESPN Plus? Just that's why they have to lump it in with Disney and mm-hmm. and uh, Hulu. Unless you're like a really big sports fan and you're like your yeah. co- your college isn't featured on oh yes that's i will give you that if you have a college that's not very oftenly often featured on those and it's on espn plus yeah. by all means go for it go for it but yeah i i, I need to reevaluate with all these deals i assume they're all still going on yeah i think so i think most of them expire today like, or uh, monday. T- today or monday yeah it's so. like cyber monday mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, tune in next week. <laughs>